2: Greetings and welcome again to uh, the Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, and uh, once again we have um, a fascinating guest. Uh, this this time again is uh, Charlotte Gerson, uh, who uh, who carries the banner uh, today of the Gerson Therapy and who um who who is a instructor, a teacher, she's a healer, she's an author, a worldwide lecturer and uh the daughter of uh of Dr. Max Gerson. And in the interest of full disclosure, she's my mom. Um but that does not detract at all from the fact that she is an extraordinary human being and uh, and and a world treasure. Uh, it, hardly a month goes by that Charlotte Gerson is not invited to be on some uh, internet show, uh, some uh, interview, a radio, a television interview, a uh, documentary, uh, and uh, and she is just uh, very much in demand, being acknowledged everywhere as uh, the grand dame of um, uh, uh, of alternative health. So so without further ado, I'd like to uh, welcome Charlotte Gerson. To the show,
3: thank you very much, Howard. I appreciate that introduction, and uh, I hope uh, the audience will find it's uh, validated by our discussion.
2: Well, we have some very interesting, um, uh, some very interesting topics. Uh, they were suggested uh, actually by the fact that uh, you just you just lectured um, on the Labor Day weekend uh, on September 3rd at the. Um, cancer control society the annual cancer control society convention where you always lecture uh, have for many years and as usual um you're one of the uh, 70 or 80, 80 speakers there as usual you were the only one to consistently get a standing ovation at the end of your um at the end of your lecture um, I think that's probably because you're the only one that really uh, offers solid, uh, uh, solid things that people can do to help themselves to recover from terrible, terrible, painful and debilitating diseases, chronic diseases that nobody else has an answer for. And you're probably the only one that, uh, that always ends up having a healed patient sitting up there on the uh, podium with you, uh, to tell their stories.
3: Well, it's important. And of course, that's one of the only thing that truly matters is does the therapy work? Do people get well and stay well? And of course, with the Gerson therapy, we have not only like this past weekend, uh, people recovering three and a half and four and five years. But we also have many, many patients who are recovered from terminal illness, from being told they have months left to live. We have anything from 5, 10, 12, 15, 24 years. And one of the longest survivors is Beata Bishop, who was told that she had terminal melanoma, one of the nastiest and most aggressive cancer, as long as 30 years ago, and that she had maybe two to five months left to live and that's 30 years ago and she's not only totally well but she is uh, also working with and training people in the Gerson therapy she has even set up a Gerson clinic and this past, this last one was set up in Hungary in her native country and it's working beautifully and of course uh, people are recovering there too
2: well, we had, we had Beata actually on the show, uh, last week. And, um, it was a very impressive interview. She's, uh, she's quite a lady, um, oh, yes. very powerful and, uh, and, and, very active and full of energy, uh, well into her eighties now. And, uh, and she is, she's quite an impressive, uh, an, an impressive demonstration of the power of natural healing. Um, I, I, uh, She's also the she's also the co-author of your book, Healing the Gerson Way, which is published by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com, and people can uh, people can get that book, not only in English but also in in Hungarian, uh, as Beata translated it, Hungarian, German, um, uh, Spanish, Japanese, Korean, Croatian. Polish, Italian—it's the list is increasing almost by the month. Um, it, it, it speaks to how much people need this information. Um, one of the subjects that you spoke about in um, in in Los Angeles at the convention um, was the emergence of a Dr. Mark Hyman. Uh, who has emerged as relatively a leader in the current um, understanding of alternative medicine, and he's calling his um, he's calling what he considers his answer functional medicine. Could you explain functional medicine a little bit uh, as you understand it from what Mark Hyman has said?
3: Well, Mark Hyman uh, is really the first person who fully Uh, echoes the work that Dr. Gerson did uh, 60 and 70 years ago. Namely, he is beginning to say that we are looking at the wrong places in the wrong way at cancer, for instance. We are looking at symptoms. We are looking at tumors. That's not correct. And he also agrees with, or even he claims that, His comprehension of disease is that it is not a simple lump or bump. Disease is a total damage to the whole body. And that when you want to deal positively and correctly with disease, you have to deal with the whole body and all the body systems and the body defenses and everything from nutrition and environment and for the first time, really, I heard uh, a validation of a doctor uh, talking about what he considers the new science and talking about detoxification. So now, you're, far, ta-
2: now, 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 Dr. Hyman is, is an, a medical doctor. Is that correct? Yes so so uh, either either uh now some questions immediately come to mind uh, number one, has he acknowledged any connection uh with gerson or any any roots in the gerson therapy and not number, one number word. Not, not one word he, he never, never mentioned, mentioned Gerson or even suggested that this work had been done in the past and never, mi- was, never mind never mind never mind eighty years ago <laughs> correct. <laughs> I, I see. And, and, well, you know, I suppose it would be very embarrassing for the medical world to admit this work had been out there for 80 years, for three quarters of a century or more, uh, and that they had been suppressing it or ignoring it for that long of a time.
3: They absolutely have. As a matter of fact, I have right in front of me uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association, the famous JAMA, that brings up all the latest information and all the latest research, supposedly, that has been done. And they said, and I have, I'm quoting it now from a journal issue of January 8, 1949. There is no scientific evidence whatsoever to indicate that modification in the dietary intake of food or other nutritional essentials are of any specific value in the control of cancer. So they absolutely denied that there was any connection with food or diet. Uh, to the control of cancer.
2: Now, this is is the premier journal of American medicine. Is that not the case? Oh, yes, definitely. And uh,
3: students, medical students, are especially also uh, told that unless it is published in their medical journal, specifically the American Medical Association journal, this particular one, if it's not published in there, it's quackery. So since they absolutely condemned it, it was considered quackery. And so, you,
2: so you have several generations of medical students who have been taught that this stuff is quackery. So that brings up the next question. Um, how, is this, uh, how is this functional medicine... Uh, and uh, I understand that Mark Hyman uh, hosted a TED Med um, a TED Med conference where 600 doctors came to hear this uh, to hear Dr. Hyman pre- present, uh, along with 50 or 60 other physicians. Is that correct? Oh, I
3: believe it's not 600, but 400. A uh, 400, if I and, they
2: the, and they paid $5, Five and they
3: paid $5,000 each. And, and to to,
2: to hear to, to hear 50 or 60 other presenters all echoing in one form or another Dr. Hyman's uh, 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 sentiments. Is that correct?
3: That is correct, and that is the dramatic and incredible new idea of, in general, people, doctors, accepting that this is the new science. They're actually validating the Gerson therapy without mentioning the name Gerson.
2: Now, the, here, now here's the, here's the, uh, the $64,000 question if 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 several hundred doctors came to hear several dozen doctors espouse this uh, and these are md's espouse this quote new medicine um how how much publicity did this get in the conventional medical world
3: well that's unfortunately the sad part of it none whatsoever
2: that's very, that's very uh, telling.
3: <laughs> it's very telling we're, and we're it's com- very horrible and it's bad for the entire uh, suffering public, uh, suffering from cancer. They cannot get their hands on this material. And what was also important, and there are some extremely highly placed people who echoed Mark Hyman's ideas of the diet, the change of lifestyle and environment and detoxification – that that was the proper approach for healing. And there was, for instance, uh, named as one of the speakers there was Dean Ornish, M.D., who is the president and founder of the Preventive Medicine Research Institute. And there was, for instance, Clifton Relief, the executive editor of Fortune magazine.
2: Uh, and there uh, was... Charlotte? Charlotte, we're coming up on a break. We have about a minute to the break. Uh, I'd like to continue this uh, discussion in in uh, uh, just after the break. I hope everybody will stay with uh, with us because it's fascinating information. Um, this uh, this show is brought to you by uh, by uh, Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia dot com. Look in on our website and you can buy information. You can, you can purchase books, DVDs, booklets, information. Uh, there are testimonials and so forth on, uh, and we have a, we have a, we have a newsletter. Uh, you're invited to join us on, uh, discussions and so forth. So give us, send us messages. We'll answer your emails. Please get this information and get this information to others. Um, we appreciate your listening, and um, and we hope you'll come back after break and, and join the rest of this discussion. Thank you very much.
1: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you concerned about your children's health? Why not involve them in making their life healthier and fun all at the same time? Tune in to Tati's Kitchen. This program will give you and your children creative and healthy ideas in food, exercise, and lifestyle. The most common excuse parents have for not keeping their kids healthy is lack of time to cook healthier food and snacks for their kids. It won't take long. Give us an hour every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time for Tati's Kitchen on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
2: Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss and the Power of Natural Healing and we're on the uh, we're on the line here with Charlotte Gerson uh who is uh, really the the icon of the Gerson Institute and the Gerson therapy uh in in, in our time and she is as she is a, a world treasure of alternative medicine and she is acknowledged as such by every uh, every speaker and every convention she goes to and and then the many documentaries that she is invited to appear on uh we were speaking about um, Dr. Mark Hyman and his functional medicine and all of the big names uh, the big the, the the actual medical doctors who have uh, endorsed his position uh, on his quote functional medicine which is really uh, just a restatement of a very weakened down restatement of the Gerson therapy that's been around for three quarters of a century without anybody having mentioned uh... mentioned his name at all um, do you want to say a couple of more of those uh, uh, those names? Of the
3: yes, people I'd like to uh, recall some of the names. One of them was Dean Ornish, M.D., President, Founder of Preventive Medicine Research Institute. Another name was Clifton Leaf, Executive Editor of Fortune magazine. And here I need, need to reinsert that in no place, no magazine, was any of this material published because I believe uh, – uh, Mark Hyman mentioned that uh, that drugs do not really help uh, cancer. Drugs are damaging and that of course gets directly to the huge drug industry, the pharmaceutical industry that can suppress this information and Dr. Anna Barker for instance the Deputy Director for Advanced technologies at the National Cancer Institute she echoed the same information of healing diet and change of lifestyle and environment and detoxification, and yet with all of that and Greg Lucier, chairman and CEO of Life Technologies, all of these people echoing the same uh, uh, program and the same ideas, yet it was not published anywhere else and was not passed. Out to doctors. Doctors are not supposed to do that because it cuts into the multi billion, trillion dollar industry.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's essentially the same kind of thing that happened to Dr. Gerson. Um, that the medical journals wouldn't uh, publish anything that he wrote, any of his research, any of his results, uh, and he, and he wrote quite prolifically. Uh, his, his publications were accepted quite readily in Europe, but not a word in the American uh, medical press, uh, because of the JAMA's attitude, uh, that, that was generated and, and dominated by the pharmaceutical companies. Um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, uh about conventional cancer research on the other hand which gets published um, quite regularly. Um, you have yes. an article. You brought up an article uh that was uh that was just brought out about the uh from from the Mayo Clinic and from um yes.
0: uh,
2: from the conventional from what, the conventional if- medical uh uh world.
3: Yes, the Mayo Clinic, as our audience no doubt knows, is one of the three major American cancer clinics, the other one being MD Anderson and in New York, the uh, Sloan Kettering. Uh, uh, and apparently the latest information uh, and uh, that was uh, run on august 14th 2011 uh, was also published by the lancet and the lancet is published in england and is one of the most well respected medical journals in the world and they also called uh, the medical research that was done uh, support supposedly in the name of science as uh, fraudulent and they further said it was useless and fraud as far as especially the Mayo Clinic was concerned. Uh, At the Mayo Clinic they said 10 years of research that appeared to be leading toward harnessing the immune system to fight cancer it's worthless because of fraudulent studies and uh, later research based on the fraudulent ones. That, so,
2: what, 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 know, what, what I? That
3: were, the problem there was that it was published with supposedly uh, um, peer reviewed other researchers. But the, the Lancet further points out that the so called peers, they were just doctors who wanted their name published they generally didn't even read the paper they weren't interested except to have your name their name showing up on that research uh, so uh, the supposed peer review is totally worthless and fraudulent
2: so so what uh, what you're saying is that that the uh, the the re, the research the the going back eight or ten years, The original research that indicated that something of this kind was possible, that was fraudulent. And then subsequent research also was based on that research, and that research was widely quoted and and republished and quoted in other articles and in other journals. And other researchers started basing their research on those uh, supposedly positive outcomes. Is that correct?
3: Yes that's correct that's what happened. So and it it carries on and on.
2: And what and and um my impression was that this whole thing was uh, really brought out by the fact that uh, that the Mayo Clinic had to retract not just the latest research but but going backwards they they started rooting out the rot uh and they had to retract papers and journals and so forth journal articles from ten years worth of of this research
3: well they admitted to ten years worth but it could have been much much longer than that
2: but it was just, so so what you what what um, uh, what, what this indicates though, since each of these papers was supposedly peer reviewed, it indicates that the peer review process, the supposed gold standard uh, of publication in medical journals, the peer review pro- process is a total fraud and a total sham.
3: Correct. That's the, according to Richard Horton, the editor of The Lancet, he brought a lot of this material out. He researched it, and it was published in the Lancet.
2: So at the same time as as the medical journals will not publish anything having to do with uh, quote functional medicine or Gerson or anything that does not involve pharmaceuticals, then all the pharmaceutical uh, all the pharmaceutical articles, all the public publications praising the results of pharmaceutical research um, that get published readily uh, with the acquiescence of of great and large numbers of of senior doctors is all fraudulent.
3: It's all fraud because the doctors often don't even look at the material. All they want is have their name published in these fancy papers as researchers and knowledgeable and so on. And all it is... Uh, is uh, just that uh, they sell their name. Uh, They get paid.
2: That's impressive. That's impressive. Are you saying that basically we should just take all of the medical journals for the past 50 years and just toss them in the dumpster?
3: Well, it seems to be the fact, and it seems to be necessary because they absolutely are useless, and the research is false, except uh, it produces money for the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors.
2: So, would you suggest perhaps that the pharmaceutical companies have a hand in corrupting the medical journals, the uh, the publication process, the even the research process?
3: I feel they have more than a hand. I believe they have both their fists in it
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay well well uh, le- uh, uh, it- it's it's uh that's not even a subtle statement uh this that's right out there, right out there yes. um uh, I suspect you 're right because they 're protecting a multi trillion dollar industry. never exactly. mind that it never mind that it 's involved in mass murder because in many many cases, Viox being one of the most uh, immediate and recent uh, the pharmaceutical companies know very well going in before they release the drug uh, that uh, that these um, pharmaceuticals are in fact um, uh, not only useless but um, but lethal, lethal. and uh, and the FDA knows but the FDA is under the total control of the uh, pharmaceutical companies yes uh and uh just like the USDA is under total control of the um, um, uh biotech and chemical companies uh, and food processing companies and we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the um, uh, biotech companies and uh GMOs and, and their reception all over the world uh after the break um, are there any are there any final words you 'd like to say about yes, this fraud Yes, i'd like
3: to go back another moment to this fraud. In science, as mentioned by Richard Horton of The Lancet, he does mention Vioxx, the pain medication that caused heart attacks and uncounted tens of decades of death. And he goes on to say the deeply flawed statin studies, you know, and statin has been widely prescribed and they hide the adverse effects. Generally, there's virtually no positive effect, only... the so-called horrifying side effects and uh, the antidepressants and some of the horrible things that caused, uh, that are caused by antidepressants, including suicides and, and aggressions and uh, killings and so on. And it goes on and on. I can't mention them all. They're too horrifying.
2: So, so uh, that's that's the you know the the bottom line of our of our supposed medical research, our, our vaunted medical research, is that uh, is is that it's fraudulent, and it's uh, and it's lethal, and we can't believe a thing that the uh, pharmaceutical companies or the medical journals anymore are telling us.
3: I'm afraid um, that's so.
2: We're going to be uh, we're going to be taking a short break here. Uh this is a fascinating discussion and uh right after the break we'll be talking about um, we'll be talking about GMOs and the rest of the world's um, reaction to them. This program is brought to you by Gerson Health Media and you can contact us at uh gersonmedia.com and um, and, and get more involved in alternative health and uh and controlling taking control of your own health. Um, Back in a few minutes with with more from Gerson Health Media.
1: A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into the doorway
0: to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking.
2: Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing. I have Charlotte Gerson here with me today, and it's been, uh, it's been a shocking discussion. Um, I, and one of the things I hope you take away from this is to, to think long and hard before you believe, uh, the, the claims of pharmaceutical companies, no matter what they are, the research that they are basing these claims on, Totally fraudulent, totally corrupted by these same multi-trillion-dollar companies. Um, and uh, you know, if that's if that's not enough, now we're going to look at our food. Um, one of the most horrifying things that has happened in the last administration is that uh, is that the Obama administration. Uh, which uh, very publicly has a uh, – uh, Michelle Obama has a, an organic f- garden in the back of the White House, has put in charge of the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture uh, Tom Vilsack and Michael Taylor. The, these are the number one and two men in the Agriculture Department. Both of them are huge supporters and promoters of Monsanto. The biggest GMO um, promote the b- biggest GMO uh, provider in the world. Um, Charlotte, do you have anything to say about uh, about uh, GMOs?
3: I have a lot to say about GMOs. They're extremely dangerous. They have changed uh, the. Uh, uh, Problems. They have changed the uh, world agriculture. Uh, they have led to damage in animals and people. For instance, here, uh, GMO peas have caused lung damage in mice, but GMO potatoes may cause cancer in rats. Bacteria in your gut can take up DNA from the GM f- uh, food. GM foods lead to significant organ disruptions in rats. In mice, specifically the kidneys, liver, heart, and spleen, it goes on and on. uh, Corn uh, caused a wide variety of immune uh, response changes in mice. Uh, And in India, they have shown documented fertility problems, abortions, premature birth, and other serious health issues uh, in buffaloes, in, in cattle. Uh, it goes on and on. The, 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 it's just unending. And GM also produces uh, weeds that become resistant to all uh, chemicals and that take over. You can no longer get rid of weeds.
2: Well, does this uh, would this suggest that uh, that they are dangerous and should be should be tested before they are released?
3: Well, they're more than should be tested. They should be banned because they've already been proven to be dangerous and uh, not only that uh, even when you don't plant them, the ones that have been planted, it's possible that their pollen uh, is uh, carried by the wind to other plants and uh, you can no longer collect seed and replant seed because the seed will only work for one uh, generation, that's one of the things that Monsanto wants to do so that farmers have to keep buying new seed every season. And farmers aren't uh, able to do that, and as a result, for instance, uh, large numbers of farmers in India who were who, who are going bankrupt because they can't afford to keep buying new seeds, they have simply committed suicides. Hundreds and hundreds, thousands have committed suicide because they can't work with this material. On the other hand, uh, it it won't grow. Good nutritious materials, and it only promotes the uh, uncontrollable weeds, so that they can starve the
2: world. But but you know, shouldn't uh, shouldn't the FDA have uh, have first tested this stuff and and cleared it before they uh, before they released it onto the market? It, it, it's a novel material. It's uh, obviously it's novel enough that it should that it gets patented. Uh, if it's patented shouldn't shouldn't it be first it, tested
3: It has never been tested It's not been tested on people, and when it's tested on animals, it causes disease.
2: And and where are these? Uh, how about these uh, these tests? Are those uh, widely known?
3: They're they're not known. They are not published. They are secreted in some bottom drawer, and uh, nobody should hear about it because Monsanto wants to sell and sell and sell this deadly material.
2: Well, that sounds it sounds more like genocide than uh, than growing it is. better food.
3: It is absolutely genocide. Now, some countries like Germany and Ireland, and lately also Hungary, they have started to ban GM seeds. But there are already quite a few of them around, and Hungary has now uh, ordered uh, any of GM seed material to be ploughed under to get be gotten rid of.
2: Has so that, that has that actually been done?
3: Well, yes, they're doing it now. This has definitely been ordered, and it has started to be done.
2: Well, that's at least a good start. Um, Yes. uh, um, uh, In the United States, it's my understanding in the United States that that Monsanto has, uh, has expended tremendous amount of lobbying effort. Uh, in the in the um, to make sure that genetically modified organisms are not labeled as such, so you don't okay. even get a choice as to what you uh, what you ingest.
3: Correct, uh, and unless you get uh, foods that are organically grown, you are as likely as not to get the uh, Monsanto GM foods. And it even states that United States is giving Monsanto free reign. Aiding and abetting their agenda, even though most Americans do not want GMOs. But they have no choice and they often don't realize they can't tell that they're getting GMO materials.
2: Well, the reason, you know, as far as I know, the reason that, that Monsanto, um, doesn't want them labeled is they know that most people don't want them and they know that people would reject them if they knew. That they were being uh, that they were being given genetically modified, uh, which are sometimes called franken foods yes um, the the perfidy of the u s government to to present a public face of of organic gardening in the White House while at the same time turning over the entire agriculture of the United States to the to the to mons monsanto uh is uh, and 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 its fellow travelers in the genetic modification uh, bandwagon uh, is is absolutely frightening. It's uh, it, it's it's evil. It's evil. And I'm, I'm glad at least that, that Hungary is going around destroying and plowing under these fields, letting, letting them know that the, they cannot do it there. But that's one small country in Europe. It's, it's, you know, here we have the United States and it's already widespread here. And, and just during the, uh, mon- during the Obama administration and, uh, and, and the, and the rule of uh, Tom Vilsack over over the US Department of Agriculture four new crops have been uh, uh, four new genetically modified crops have been uh, approved and it looks like it's an accelerating process without again without testing them at all
3: according to this report 94% of soybeans and more than 70% of corn and cotton contain the Roundup-resistant gene. In other words, are genetically modified. Uh, But there's another statement. When the land is dosed with a single herbicide for years on end, the ecosystems adapt, and Roundup-defying super weeds are getting out of control, and the problem is only accelerating because these resistant weeds are driving out the non-resistant counterparts. So, according to Mother Jones' Journal, these weeds adapt faster and more vigorously than their weeds' cousins. They are choking fields and clogging irrigation ditches so badly that water can't pass through. Everything is now conspiring to uh cause uh, um, let's face it uh, hunger no more food production
2: destruction of the food supply yes. And yet, and yet they constantly tell us that, uh, that, that genetically modified foods will be the answer to the, uh, to, to feeding the, feeding the world.
3: Yeah, to killing the world from hunger.
2: Killing the world from, well, I mean, I guess that's one way of, uh, solving the food, of solving the hunger problem is uh, kill, kill 90% of the people and that way there'll be plenty of food for everybody else. Horrible idea. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that seems to be the Monsanto approach it's uh it's very very scary um yeah. my gosh
3: Okay, the Gerson Institute tries to publish this material. Some of it is already published in the healing newsletters published by the Gerson Institute. And um, a lot of this material is available, always including those people who have uh, chucked the normal so-called average nutrients and are eating the organic food of the Gerson therapy and are healing their bodies. And then furthermore, the Gerson newsletter, uh, one of the latest ones, shows that doctors from around the world... Come to San Diego to learn the Gerson therapy. These are doctors. And the whole point is they're discouraged and disgusted with the lack of results, with the lack of healing that is happening, uh, because of, uh, the, the horrible materials and drugs and chemicals and GMO materials and, uh, and damaged foods. And they want to learn how to heal, how to help, and the Gerson Institute is teaching.
2: Well, that's you know that is a wonderful service, and and I want to you know, I want to encourage people to look in on the Gerson Institute's uh, uh, website, uh, gerson dot That's g e r s o n dot o r g. There's a wealth of life giving and uh, health giving information on the Gerson Institute website. And you can join the Gerson Institute uh, newsletter list by going uh, going there and contributing uh, a small amount of money. You get a uh, bimonthly newsletter, which is which people always read cover to cover uh, immediately. It arrives in the mail or email. They can get it around the world by email, uh, and uh, it's a it's a wonderful publication. I highly recommend it. Um, we're coming up on break and, uh, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about the, about the propaganda organs of the, um, um, of the media, um, and how they're basically leading us by the nose, uh, to the slaughter, um, after, uh, after the quick, after the quick break. So Gerson Institute is Gerson.org and this program is being brought to you by Gerson Health Media. Uh, which you can reach at uh, gersonmedia.com. Uh, um, this is Howard Strauss on the uh, on the uh, Wellness Channel of VoiceAmerica.com uh, with with uh, the power of natural healing. Uh, thank you for uh, listening, and um, we'll be back after the break.
1: Look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Hey, did you
0: know Voice America has partnered with the KidStar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids?
2: Voice America Kids will feature Talk Radio for Kids by Kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings
0: on voiceamericakids.com.
2: Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network
1: You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call one 472 5792 That's one 472 5792 You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing.
2: Hi, this is your host, Howard Strauss, and um, I'm here with uh, Charlotte Gerson, and we've been having a very spirited discussion about uh, <clears throat> about the many, many different threats to our uh, to to our health being promulgated and perpetrated by our corporate uh, our corporate masters essentially, uh, who have their who have their hands on the controls of government. Um, so they're using basically the FDA and the USDA. As instruments of uh, government enforcement of their marketing policies, which is very, very uh, disturbing uh, and not for our benefit, believe me. Um, Charlotte Gerson and I have been speaking about uh, GMOs and uh, fraudulent medical research. And, uh, I, I, to that, to that end, we're going to speak also just now, uh, for a, for a moment about vaccines. Um, vaccines are uh, vaccines are very very dangerous. Uh, they contain all kinds of uh, very very poisonous material, including and not limited to methyl mercury uh, called thimerosal, aluminum, MSG, live viruses, um, aborted fetal fetal material. Uh, so there's all kinds of horrible uh, uh, stuff in those things and what's even worse what's much worse is they are never ever tested on the subject population like if you're going to give 10 million infants um, uh, vaccinations or if you're going to require uh, 100 million school children to get whooping cough uh, vaccinations uh, you should at least test them first but they won't test them on human beings. They test them on animals and they test them for a few weeks at maximum, a few days at minimum and declare them quite safe. So then they go on, then they go on and say, oh, they're perfectly safe. And they give them to millions and <laughs> knowing that the, knowing that the uh, long-term effects, the, some of the bad effects of these vaccines aren't going to show up for months, years. Or even decades, uh, but they show up eventually and, and cause us irreversible problems with our health. Uh, autism is one of them. Uh, the other day, there was a, uh, a a lot of people are rejecting vaccines. And the other day, NPR, and this was a, a nasty surprise. NPR had a doctor on there, and the doctor was saying, "Oh, how ridiculous it is, and how dangerous it is for all of these parents." to be rejecting vaccines for whooping cough when, uh, when it it reduces the overall immunity, he called it the herd immunity, as if we were cattle, um, the herd immunity to, uh, to whooping cough and endangering people. And after all, 11 children had choked to death dying from these whooping cough, um, because they didn't, they hadn't been vaccinated. What he failed to mention uh is that the is that the uh, uh there has been a, a virulent new strain uh, a more dangerous strain of whooping cough that has evolved since the vaccines have been administered and that many of the children who actually have gotten whooping cough have been vaccinated and then he casually tossed off a little uh, uh a little um, um, Statement. He said the the, um, the 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 idea that that these vaccinations cause um, cause autism has been uh, carefully researched and uh, dismissed because it's just not true. But he has. He offered no proof. And in fact, there is no proof. Every, every vaccination test there has been show that it is connected with, uh, with, with, uh, autism. And when you have autism, then when you have an autistic child, it costs millions of dollars to raise that child to 18 years old. And they can never live in a, a, a normal life. And, uh, and then again, uh, there was a, another NPR program. Uh, where they were t- talking about the benefits of GMOs. So the, the, obviously the corporations are producing propaganda that, uh, that goes against all, uh, all the research, all the knowledge, just public relations to say that the stuff is safe. And he said, well, you know, of course that's, uh, there's never ever been any any credible proof shown that that gmos cause disease well yeah that's that may be true but it's only because whenever proof is shown they declare it not credible whenever proof is shown they suppress it so then they can say there is no proof you can't prove it and um and they don't and then the fda won't uh, won't won't uh, um they won't test it. They say, well, it's uh, Monsanto's job to make sure their food is safe. And Monsanto says, well, it's the FDA's job to make sure the food is safe. Meanwhile, who's the ones that ends up dying? You and me. So the only, the only thing you can do, uh, to possibly safeguard your health, number one, avoid any and all vaccinations you possibly can. They're all deadly and dangerous. And we'll be having Dr. Brad Case Author of Thugs, Drugs, and the War on Bugs uh, will be will be offering. Uh, he'll he'll be he'll be uh, on the uh, on the program on the 26th of September. I urge you to listen to that one. He's a fantastic uh, and knowledgeable uh, man. Um, and um, and for GMO to avoid GMOs, you must eat only organic food because otherwise you don't know what you're eating. If it's if it's not if it's not labeled, they're not going to tell you whether it's a Gmo or not and more and more uh, crops are being are being uh, um, offered and, and allowed to be brought to the market uh, by Monsanto because of the takeover of the Department of agriculture so so my, I urge you to take control of your own health. There is nothing more important than you can do to eat only organic food to avoid vaccines, which are damaging children by the millions. Uh, over 21% of all children today in the United States are suffering from some mental or physical developmental problem. And, uh, and that, and much of it is directly traceable to the foods and to the vaccines. Uh, Charlotte, do you have any last words you'd like to leave people with? Yes, we have about two minutes. yes
3: I do. There is a doctor in charge of a huge uh, pediatric hospital in the Chicago area, in an area where people don't have lots of money and many children don't get vaccines. And he clearly states in a flat-out statement, this is a medical doctor in charge of the huge hospital, unvaccinated children have no autism. And that should be on every parent's mind. Don't have your children vaccinated. And there are no real laws when, they're, when your children are being threatened of not being admitted to school. Then you can sue it's not true. There are no real laws that
2: say that. The, the, the FDA is not protecting you. Um, and when they tell you the child can't go to school unless they get vaccinated, that's a lie as well. And so there are forms that you can say, I don't believe in it. It, it violates my belief systems, and I will not have my child vaccinated. And uh, and they're trying to make it more and more difficult for you to get out of it. Uh, but in fact, uh, you, you better do it. You better take whatever necessary steps you can uh, to keep your child safe, because otherwise you'll be faced with a child with autism for the rest of his life. I mean, it's just grotesque what's happening in this country today. Um, I hope you can take care of your own health. I hope you are are inspired to fight for the health of your child, for the health and life of your child, because your government is certainly against you in this case, and uh, as well as all the big corporations who are really not out for your well-being. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh next week we'll have a couple of people who had uh uh who, who just changed their lifestyle somewhat. They didn't even have to change it a huge amount, but they got such amazing results that uh that they really decided to change it totally. I want you to uh tune in next week and listen to uh Bill and Charlene Handel, uh who'll be telling their personal stories on on uh The Power of Natural Healing on the Voice America Network. Thanks for joining us. GersonMedia.com. Check it out. Thank you very much. Talk to you next week.